NBA. Australia, how are you going? Are you right? I hope so. This is NBA Australia. It's February 27. That means it's a Tuesday. Oh, jeez. How bad are Tuesdays? Uh, I am your host, James Clements. I'm the editor of a good website. It's called Code Bet, but also, I don't know, the host of the AFL Today show. That's a good one. What else? You can see me on Fox Sports Lab NBA, Fox Sports Lab NFL. Hells yeah. Uh, I'm here in the Code Bet studios, a.k.a. the James Clements Excellence in Podcasting Memorial Studio. I'm standing up. It's weird. I've got like a stand-up desk here today. Decided I want to do it standing up because I'm a bit tired. You know, we did an AFL show already today. Got to do this one. Let's give it a crack. Should be fun. Quiet day in the association, though. We've got a bit of LeBron James news. Monty Williams went sick at the refs because the Pistons got dogged. Yes, that's right. The Pistons over the Knicks. Who would have thought that the refs would dog the Pistons over the Knicks? Anyway, we're going to Clippers rebrand. That's a fun one. Uh, and we'll wrap some games for you. That'll be fun. Uh We'll do also. That's not a knife. Old mate, no mate. Spot of the night. Better than Lonzo Ball. We'll do some. Yeah, nah. It's the unpopular opinion of the day in Outback Takehouse. We were serving up a flame grilled take. And Andrew Gay's great mumber award for outstanding achievement in the field of excellence. And we'll pick and preview a massive, massive slate for you tomorrow. And that'll be it because we're in the studio. So it's a bit hard to do the old skits. I've got the weird board where half the stuff isn't working. So, yeah, party on. All right. Without further edge, let's get into it. Episode 1000. And 41 of NBA Australia. Let's go! This is Joe Ingalls. Oh, seamless. And you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the shark attack. Ah, you better. Or the ref attack. Or basically the attack of Dante DiVincenzo if you're Orsar Thompson. Jeez. How brutal was that? Get tackled by a deep safety. <laughs> it's like, yeah, Dante DiVincenzo is out there trying out for the New York Jets, not the Knicks. Anyway, let's start today's show the way we start every show here in NBA Australia with the daily. It's a whip around. Oh. See, since the... Uh, the mouth surgery, the old whip around sound has really dropped off a cliff. I tried whistling before. I'm like, I can do that. That's cool. And uh, the squid, number one, he's five. He's awesome. Got a bit of time for him, you know, as you do. Uh, he loves Star Wars, just like his old man. And he was like, doing some fun noise. I'm like, what's that? He's like, that's chewy. I'm like, that's not chewy. And then I tried to do my chewy noise and nothing happened. <laughs> It was Los Horrible. I tell you that much. Jeez, talk about emasculating, having your five-year-old be able to do a better chewy sound than you because you can't because you've got no nerve endings in the roof of your mouth anymore. Anyway, let's start today's show with that news. Monty Williams went fully sick on the refs. That was fun. Very verbose. Very calm. Very collected. And uh, pretty funny. Like sort of lit into them. Didn't take any questions and fucked off. Uh, Monty Williams, there is a man who can afford it. Seriously, all the fines in the world that you get for shitting on refs in the NBA, Monty Williams is like, wait a minute, I'm getting paid more than God. Fuck off. Bang! Off he goes. Lights into them, and you love to see it. Because they did get dogged at the end of that game. We'll talk about that in the game, wraps. 
The LA Clippers have gone through a bit of a rebrand. Uh, so they're moving to the Intuit Dome. Isn't it? Intuit Arena, Intuit Dome, whatever. Uh, they're moving. So that's fun. To a different part of LA, Inglewood, which if you've uh, played GTA San Andreas, GTA 5, you're probably pretty uh, pretty tight with. But either way, uh, there is a pretty interesting setup with this new Clippers rebrand. There's a couple of nice little elements to it. You've got the C for the Clippers. Well, you've got like the compass. It's kind of like a compass. You've got a ship, which is what a Clipper is. It looks like a fucking luxury yacht as opposed to like a sailboat, which is what a Clipper is. But here we are. On the court, the N in Los Angeles is actually where north on the compasses. It's pretty nice. Nice little touch. Otherwise, they've kind of gone back to the old-timey, early thousands uh, typography, which I kind of like because that shit ruled. And then otherwise, they're sort of stuck with the same colour scheme, the red, the dark blue, the white. And at what point do you just go, come on, what are we doing? This is bullshit. Jesus. So you're getting just like a bit of the old Clipper, a bit of the new Clippers, but it's still kind of the same old boring-ass Clippers. Like, what are we doing here? But the jerseys kind of look nice. They look neat. They look clean. It's fine. It's just such a boring setup. They had such better options out there. The old San Diego Clippers, the sky blue, those pastel blues, those are beautiful. They've also got, like, the weird orange ones. Ah, You missed a trick there, Steve Ballmer. Maybe you could hire me as your vice president of fucking common sense. Adam Silver hasn't yet. Offer still on the table there, Adam. You know, somewhere in the low six figures. Oh, that'll do me. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's the wrong button. Where's my button? Jim, press the button. Ah, fuck it. We won't press the buttons. Other news. Uh, LeBron. Not only is he now sooking about the refs, he's sooking about people going after his kid uh, for not being able to just enjoy playing in the college basketball ranks. We're all trying to find the guy who did this. <laughs> Can y'all please just let the kid be a kid and enjoy college basketball? Um, sure. The work and results will ultimately do the talking no matter what he decides to do, a.k.a. he's shit. Uh, if y'all don't know, he doesn't care what a mock, mock draft says. He just works earned. Not given. Okay. Yes, earned and not given. That's how he got into USC. <laughs> sure. It was definitely earned and definitely didn't come with a lot of money attached. Uh, but seriously, like, oh, man, just let him be a kid. We're all trying to find out this person who put all this, like, you know, shine on him. It's like, yeah, good job, LeBron. It's a weird situation. Like, it's because re- he's shit. He's just not good. Like, you look at the averages, you look at the athleticism, it's like, eh, your old man was way better. That's a kick in the dick, isn't it? But imagine being LeBron James's kid. It's the same with all the Michael Jordan's kids. You know? All they do is to grow up and bang Scottie Pippen's exes. Anyway, <laughs> sticking with LA, uh, Brian Windhorst. Uh, if you're watching the YouTube, I'm doing the fingers. Still got the uh, talky finger, the busted finger, as we're rehabbing this bad boy. It's getting there. Anyway, uh, Windy was like, I don't think this is LeBron's last stand. I don't think this is the Lakers' last stand. First off, I think LeBron is angling to sign a multi-year deal in the offseason with the Lakers that will be 
nine figures. That would be even bigger than the deal he's on now. Now, whether or not he's able to finish that deal, whether or not the Lakers want to give him a three-year contract and pay him $60 bucks when he's 42 years old, that's a different discussion. It certainly is. I mean, would you want to pay a 42-year-old $60 million? Probably not. As the Pats found out, maybe a little bit to their detriment. But anyway, it's a weird situation, and it's always sort of sat strangely, right, that LA would hitch their wagon to a fading LeBron. Just imagine if Anthony Davis was actually good. <laughs> we also got the news that Blake Griffin's been begged come, to come back by Peyton Pritchard and Derek White and stuff, and everybody on the Celtics, uh, to the point where Joey Muzzle's like, how black, man? Oh, fuck, I love you, man. Do you want to watch the town with me? Hey, man, nah, come back and play for the Celtics, bro. It's like... You can watch the town with me. We'll play some basketball. The guys want you around. It's going to be fucking sick, bro. And Blake Griffin's like, nah, I'm just really fucking enjoying hanging out with my kids, Joe. <laughs> oh, I love it. I absolutely love that. Oh, fuck, I love you, Blake. Just fuck off, the kid. Let's do some game raps. Game raps, game raps, game raps, game raps, game raps, game raps. That's right. Toronto went into Indiana. And won the Siakam Bowl, didn't they? That was a fun one. 130-122. Fun game because it was weird as hell. Like Indy was on a back-to-back after playing Dallas yesterday, but that was also at home. So the home back-to-back. Raps let them back into this game a little bit because they were up early. That was pretty tight. It was looking pretty good, pretty awesome. Raps just sort of held them off. Just held them off. Uh, Indy just wouldn't go away, but... The Raptors for pretty hefty underdogs. That's a big win. That's their third straight. So uh, Siakam had a bit of a revenge. 27, 9, and 6. Not bad. Shot 11 to 22. But Benny Matherin, 34 bloody points. That kid can ball out. 16, 11 for Miles Turner. Halliburton stunk it up today, though. The back-to-back. Always a bit of a weird one. You're coming back from an injury, and he's like, oh, she'll be right. She wasn't right. 9 points, 7 assists, 2 of 11 from the floor, 1 of 6 from 3. A minus 16. Brutal. Scoob, Scotty Barnes. He's never escaping the allegations, but he did have 21, 12, and 12 with five blocks today. He's going to pop up again later. 23, 2, and 5 for RJ Barrett. And Teenage Mutant Yaka Purtle was playing for the Pizza Party, Pizza Power, uh, 15, 10, and 4. That's right, because their coach, Dino, was like, what's going on, bros? If you win three straight, Pizza Party on me. Love that. I love that we're uh, motivating NBA teams the same way we un- motivate the East Keeler under-14s. It's great. Grady Dick had 18. Oh, BJ from the Righteous Gemstones. I love that. Toronto, 22 and 36 now. Three straight. What are you doing? Stop winning. And uh, Indy dropped to 33-26. We have the Detroit Basketball Pistons losing in brutal circumstances to the New York Knickerbockers of New York City, 113-111. Ah, crazy weird game, this one. Jalen Brunson had 17 in the first half. Uh, They let Detroit back into the game pretty early on, and Detroit sort of stuck with them for a chunk of it. Cade Cunningham, 20 points, four assists in the first half, didn't miss a shot, and then the Pistons just stuck around. This is it. The Knicks, with so many injuries, it's just brutally tough for them to, like, really put away teams at the moment, and it came right down to the last couple of seconds, right? 110, 111, Pistons leading. 
Orsar Thompson with the rebound. Oh, no, he doesn't because bang! Goes Dante. Dante DiVincenzo goes absolutely fucking whomp. Wails into him. Leaps into Orsar Thompson. Just flat out fucking spear tackles him. Play on. No, no. Holding the ball. Play on. Come on. It's popped out. She's all right. Orsar Thompson, because he's just been fucking poleaxed by a dude horizontal to the fucking floor, loses the ball. Ends up with Jalen Brunson. He gets it to Josh Hart, who gets the layup and the foul. Knickerbockers win it, 113-111. Q Monty Williams just going, what the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? If I had all the Stephen A drops, I'd play that, but I don't. So what the hell was that? What the hell was that, says Monty. Kay Cunningham was good in this one, 32-8. Five turnovers. It's a bit of a Kay Cunningham special, that one. Jaden Ivey with 14-2-3, shot 3-10. Brutal. Jalen Duran, 11-16-4. At 17 turnovers as a team. Uh, the Knickerbockers, though, look, 35 and 12 for Jalen Brunson. He shot a magical number from three. You love that. Josh Hart at 23, 8 and 6, 3 of 5 from downtown. He was awesome. Dante DiVincenzo with a tackle to win it. Great job by the free safety. 5 and 10 from three for 21 points and 13 for Boyan. For the Knicks, to have to eke this one out of the piss, over the Pistons, you're like, yeah, they could really use a Julius Randle. Or a fully armed and operational Isaiah Hartenstein, who's just kind of like not quite back to his best. Even if Precious Achua was like playing half decently, they'd be laughing. But anyway, let's manage to pull out a win out their ass because of the refs. 35 and 23, Detroit, 8 and 49. Brooklyn beat the pants off of Memphis, 111 86. Uh, they're up 30 to 18 after the first quarter. That was the highest scoring quarter for the Nets in the Kevin Ollie era. 30 points. Never got closer from there. The 66-40 at the half. The Nets got the rest of their starters. They're playing a back-to-back, so it's a big one for the uh, Orlando game tomorrow. Big Simo, Ben Simmons, he played. That's good. I fully expected three months off uh, for whatever nebulous leg injury that he had after the last game. So that's good. But they just fucking straight kill. He got straight kill. That Memphis Grizzly. Memphis Hustle featuring uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. and Luke Kennard, the duck man. 15 and 4 for Triple J, but he shot 2 at 12. Brutal. Lamar Stevens, 17 points. They shot 38% from the floor. This Grizzlies team, look, they'll have these games where they can outwork a team uh, at home against Brooklyn that was just fucking desperate for a uh, win. I said this on yesterday's show. They were my tip. The Nets nailed it because they have actual NBA players. The Grizzlies have two. So, yeah. Gigi Jackson's going to pop up again later too. 18 and 5 for Denny Schroeder. I am German Rondo. And then DFS, Dorian Finney-Smith, uh, the triple barrel, 13, 9 and 4. They had seven players in double figures. So, needed to win this one. They did. Brooklyn, 22 and 35. Memphis at 20 and 38. You think about these two teams as seasons, and you're like, Memphis, absolutely off a cliff, horrible, no jar, look like dog shit. They've gotten injuries galore and Brooklyn have two more wins than them. Just really speaks to how bad Brooklyn have been. Miami held off Sacramento, even though they were up 20 in this game. What the hell, the Heat? I tipped the Heat yesterday. I felt pretty good about it. Six and a half point underdogs. No Jimmy Butler. No Tyler. There goes my hero. No Terry Rousey. No Josh Richardson. No Nikola Jovic, a.k.a. Nikola Jokic, but from Wish. And here we are. Uh, but that was kind of like a weird situation. They have none of their dudes, missing five players, and they beat the five seed in the West. 
Absolute chaos gear. How'd they do it, Jim? Well, I'll tell you. Bam! Bam, 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 bam. And Jaime Hawkes. Oh, God, I love Jaime Hawkes. Uh, Bam's block with about 40 seconds left. So they leave the door wide open for the Kings, right? It's like a 27 to 23 to 7 run to open the fourth quarter in like the first seven minutes of it, right? The Heat scored seven, seven points in seven minutes. Now, I'm no math magician, but that's not very good. Got the settler from Bam to go back up six. It was a four-point game. Get a settler from Bam. Then they let the Ginger Ninja and Darren Fox just embarrass them. And then, though, Bam and Jaime brought them home. Jaime hit a couple of big buckets. Bam had a six, six shot in the uh, in the key. And then he had the sickest block with about 40 seconds left. Um, up eight, that was the sealer. So amazing stuff by Bam. Sacramento were getting fucking killed without, you know, by a heat. They were getting straight killed by a heat team without five of their best players. Came all the way back and then still lost. That is, talk about kicks in the dick. That's a pretty big one. Anyway. Darren Fox, 27, 8, and 6 with seven turnovers. Brutal. The Suvlaki King, another triple-double, but the 14, 13, and 10 one. The old J-Kid special, that one. Uh, Keegs was really good. Sacramento looked like a really good team when Keegan Murray's hitting threes. He went 6 of 6 from downtown. The problem was they also aren't very good when Malik Monk does not hit threes. He went 0 of 4. Uh, they're 6 and 5, I think, when he hits zero threes. You know? It's just... It's a big barometer for a role player. Kevin fucking what up? 5 of 14 for 14 points for the Ginger Ninja as well. Red Velvet. Uh, bam! Had 28, 9, and 7 for Miami. 19 and 7 for Kevin Love. When you don't have any answers for a front court consisting of Bam at a bio and Kevin Love, you're cooked, mate. You're cooked. Jaime, incredible. 26 points. He's going to pop up again later. 12 of 17 from the floor. And Haywood Highsmith, 15 and 4. Amazing win without Jimmy Butler, without Hero, without Rose, without Richo, without Jovic. Love to see it. you beat the five seed in the West. That's why I tip Miami. They're a hard nut to crack. 32 and 25. Sacramento, 33 and 24. Let's do an NBA Australia approved performer of the night. <laughs> That's not a That's a knife. Scoob! He might not be beating the allegations, but 21, 12, and 12 with five blocks. Yeesh. Not bad. Fourth triple-double this season for Scoob. You love to see it. Every Raptors fan is kind of like, <laughs> why are we winning? <laughs> but it's good that Scotty Barnes is flourishing. <laughs> anyway, eight of 18 from the floor, but five of five at the free throw line. Fourth triple-double. You love to see that, but bam, at a bye. Without Jimmy Butler, he comes out and goes, bam. Uh, Gave him the old one-two Costa Zoo. 28, 9, and 7 for him. Two steals and a block. Massive with our Jimmy Butler. That is the NBA Australia approved performers of the night. How about Spud of the Night? Spud of the Night. Tyrese Halliburton. I mentioned that one. The 9.7 assists. 2 of 11. Two of 11, my lord. One of six from three. One turnover. He was a minus 16. Tough one. But on a back-to-back after being injured. Uh, so two of 11 is pretty tough. Two of 12 for Triple J. That's right. Jaron Jackson Jr. How about Duncan? I'd like to have a beer with him. Robinson. One of 11. Block. Oh, of six from three. 11 assists, though, and a plus 22. So not really spot of the night. How about Gigi Jackson? 
That bloke shot one of 13. One of 13. 0 of 6 from downtown, 6 points, 5 rebounds, minus 23, GG Jackson. I don't like the shit of the young folks, though. So Duncan Robinson, 1 of 11. Triple J, 2 of 12. That is fucking brutal. But, of course, we would like to thank our friends, Zaire Williams, because uh, he went and shot a pretty magical number today. And you know I always get pretty excited when they shoot the magical number because it means I get to play my favorite drop. Uh, but also Jalen Brunson shot the magical number, but from downtown, which is always pretty classic. So thank you, Zaya Williams, for going. Oh, what is what? What was it? And Jalen Brunson, what'd you shoot? They shot 311. Yeah, love, love, love to see it. Who's old mate? No mates, however. Old mate, no mates. 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 Who's got no mates today? Well, the Pistons, because they got dogged by the refs out of a win in New York. You just can't lay out a dude. Oh, but Jimmy didn't have the ball, man. He kind of basically had the ball, and I'm still pretty sure, even if he's kind of like vaguely in possession of the ball, you still can't spear tackle a guy in basketball last time I checked. What the hell? God damn. We're not playing Belgrade rules. <laughs> what the fuck? But hey, props to Dante. So old mate, no mates, Monty Williams is going to call from Adam Silver. Hey, Monty, I heard you were talking smack about our refs. That's a $75,000 fine. Thank you very much. Tough one. Tough one for Detroit. But this is what happens when you're 8 and 49 and you're playing the New York Knickerbockers. All right, what about pantsing of the evening? Wait, is there a pantsing button? What happened to the pants? I think we've lost the pants. I hope they played, but either way. Fatty, fat, 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 uh, Simo. Ben Simmons. So G.G. Jackson, spot of the night, 1 of 13. The one make that he had was where he crossed up ben, old Box Hill Benny like he's out there in the Box Hill, Box Hill High hardtops. Say that fast. Fuck me dead. Uh, drives past him, just easy as you like, bang. The one bucket he scored all night. <laughs> Jesus. Talk about a kick in the dick. How about better than Lonzo Ball? Do you reckon this one's going to play? <laughs> Lonzo I think was the sort best of lost player our, uh, in high school. Yeah. He was External the best audio in college. You think you gonna get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros. Now I can be average. We coming for everybody. But that's all right. We made it. We're gonna make it. Uh, Benny fucking Matherin. That's his full name. At least that's what it is now. Because he was bloody fantastic, Benny Matherin. The Pacers lose, but he had 34 points, nine rebounds, five assists, two steals. He shot 11-15 from the floor and 5-8 from three. Uh, 34 points. That actually just eclipses Lonzo Ball's career high. So Benny Matherin, therefore, better than Lonzo Ball. Jaime Hawkes, 26 unreal points. This, without Jimmy Butler, they don't have Hero. They don't have Josh Richardson. They just were like, God damn it, Jaime, you're starting. He's like, all right, I got this. Uh, 26 points, 12 of 17 from the floor, one and two from downtown, four rebounds, two assists, and three steals. He was awesome. 
And Grady Dick, I mentioned this earlier, BJ from Righteous Gemstones, 18 points, 4 or 4 from 3, 7 or 9 overall. He was very bad to start this season, was Grady Dick. He's now up to 53, 45, 85% shooting in his last 10 games and is averaging 11 points a game. But the 18 today was very, very nice. Uh, we did do the uh, Magic Johnson Instagram post yesterday where he and Adam Reynolds <laughs> became best friends. And just watching Magic going, ha ha, rugby league. <laughs> It was pretty good. Is that like football? Uh, anyway, Magic Tweet out today. Let's do it. I don't know we've got the button for the Magic Tweet of the day, but congratulations to MSU Gymnastics for going undefeated in the regular season and winning back-to-back Big Ten regular season championships. Clap emoji, trophy emoji. What do we say? Thanks, Magic. All right, let's do some Yenars right after when Jimmy finds the button over, I believe, here. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCarran. This is Jason Kiddie. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Ellie. This is Mark Worthington, or commonly known as Wertho, and you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And 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 you're listening to NBA Australia. Go to house house. Yeah, do it. All right. Yeah, of course, are brought to you by the NBA Australia shop. Go get your merch. Get your merch. Do it. NBAAustralia.com slash shop or just click through on the socials. Get a hoodie. Get a T-shirt. Get a stubby holder. Go on. Get a coffee mug. You can start your day and end your day with NBA Australia, just like you do when you're listening to it or watching it on the YouTubes, which you can be doing right now because I'm standing up. How weird is this, man? It's pretty weird. Uh, let's do some quick yanas. Uh, righto, Jim, do you dig the Clippers rebrand? Yanas. Yeah, nah. So there were two really, really, really fucking fun colors that they could have gone with. That orange and the pale blue. Just go absolutely sick, you know? Absolutely love that, all over it. But Jesus, instead they go with the classic red and the classic blue. My argument here is, who are you convincing with that colour scheme, with the old-timey Clippers colour scheme? Are you kind of like, oh, we need to tap into the nostalgia of the Clippers. No one cared about them. Nobody's cared about them for 40 fucking years. Strike your own path, Steve Ballmer. No one fucking cares about the Clippers. It's as simple as that. You're LA's second team. You come up with your new colour scheme. You go that orange. You go that pale blue. It's a throwback to San Diego. It looks rad. It would be fucking gnarly. You didn't have the balls. So I like the rebrand from an aesthetic point of view where it's clean. It's nice. It's fine. It's also shit. Come on. Grow a pair. Make it cool. Go hard or fuck off. Simple as that. Jesus. Ah. It's all I ask. Seriously, they've got a grey motif as well and just like fucking throw me into the nearest bit of really busy traffic. The San Diego, beautiful sort of pastel sea blues and the orange, it's right there. It's staring you in the face, Steve. Come on, mate. You got more money than God. Fix your shit. Again, 
Vice President of Common Sense. You mate, Jim. I'm right here. LeBron's taking the piss, right? Yeah, nah. Yeah. What the fuck? Is- Seriously. I don't know what's going on with, A, the Lakers sucking about the refs, and then LeBron going, I can't believe you guys are putting so much pressure on this guy who's just at college. <laughs> Says the bloke who's like, I want to fucking play with my kid in the NBA and I'll play until he's fucking ready. And it's like, dude, you know who's putting all this pressure on him? It's fucking you again. <sighs> Seriously, that's just weird. For a dude who's had so much self-reflexivity and like a pretty good idea of what he's doing throughout his career, whether or not it be his weird passive-aggressive bullshit most of the time, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But this is weird from LeBron. It's just weird. What are you doing? What are you, You're taking the piss, mate. And then finally, was today why no one takes Sacramento seriously? Yeah, nah. Yes. Jeez. Come on. Sacramento. What the fuck was that? What the hell was that? What the hell was that? You're taking on a heat team on the road on a big long road trip because you're all the way out west, don't forget, without five players, five very key rotation players, including a couple of starters, and you lose. Not only do you lose, you get down 20, come flying back, and then still get run over. What the fuck? What? Oh, fuck. Anyway, I'm probably your opinion of the day. Now look at me, please. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. All right, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Uh, so I mentioned Rookie of the Year uh, yesterday. Obviously, Mia Culpa is feeling Wemby-ish. <laughs> I think we had a really good message as well from Matty O. Hey, Jimmy, some interesting Wemby stats yesterday. Has anyone had a triple-double with five blocks and five steals? Wemby went close. Uh, it's a good call. I'm not sure. Yeah, nah, I don't know, but that's fucking great. Chet's going to get it. I love that. It's amazing. They're crushing it. Um, but wow, absolute chaos vibes. And then the unpopular opinion of the day, though, is now sort of getting to some of these other awards voting, right, and the other awards giving out. Because if you look at some of the awards odds, it's still a bit squirrely. And I don't know about you, but my unpopular opinion of the day is, well, obviously, the Joker is rampaging favorite to win MVP again. He's gotten three triple-doubles in a row. Is he going to do that for all of March, the first couple of weeks of April? SGA, second favorite. He just seems like he's fucking clockwork at this point. SGA is absolutely unreal. Then you got Luca at 750. Giannis at 13 bucks, Jason Tatum at 36. Kawhi, don't know if they're going to win enough. He's at 101. I'm just saying, if there's any team that's primed just to go off and continue to go off and sort of turn their season around, do you think Giannis can do it? Just saying, Dallas, after losing that game in Indy, Giannis has just ripped off wins against Minnesota and then Philly. Milwaukee could be primed. I'm just saying. Keep an eye on that one. It's very, very interesting. All right. And then finally, should we do a bit of an outback take house? If I can find where this fucking one is. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, it's Tuesday at Outback. And you know what that means? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Today, taking the squids to daycare and then to school. What did we come across? I'll tell you what. It was a pretty 
banged up bloody possum by the side of the road. The squid's like, Dad, what's that? I'm like, that's today's special. That's right, flattened possum schnitzels only at Outback. Got a deep fry to take out the gamey taste, I'll tell you that much. And today's Flame Grill take is... LeBron is very clearly going to hold everyone's balls over the fire till his son is good enough to bribe his way into the NBA. And you know which team will bend over backwards and LeBron James will finish out his career with? The New York Knickerbockers of New York City. I'll tell you what. Make it happen today. To be honest, if he wants to win another title, he should go to Philly next year. They've actually got a little bit of cap space. Do your damn thing. Uh, All right, let's do a bit of a one more break and then we will hop into a bit of Australian Player Watch, a great moment for NBA. Oh, no, Andrew Gaze Award. And then a little bit more right after this quick one from my good friend, I believe, Nick Kay. This is Nick Kay and you're listening to NBA Australia. Oh, right. Don't know if we've actually got the uh, NBA Australia, Australian Player Watch music on this one. So let's uh, just go back to a bit of... There you go. Uh, so Box Hill Benny came back today. As mentioned, played 14 minutes against Memphis, which was kind of good, kind of heartening. Off the bench, four points, two or two from the floor. Six rebounds, three assists, three fouls, 14 minutes. It's a long... Like, this is the sort of thing with Simo. It's because he sort of plays in fits and spurts because uh, he's never healthy. He sort of has these games, he just fouls a shit ton. So, you know, nice for him to actually get a bit of a run at it. Uh, the Andrew Gaze Grow Mumber Award for Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Excellence. If we can uh, cut the music and try to figure out where that is. There we go. It's the first Andrew Gaze Grey Mumber. Oh, riggedy, riggedy, right. Uh, I don't even know where the old-timey music is. Oh, there it is. Let's do that. Uh, Easy one. Today, 10th player in NBA history to have 40 consecutive double-doubles. Take a bow, the Suvlaki King. That's right. The Suvlaki King, Demata Sabonis. Oh, yeah, I'll have the combination meat. Thanks, Demata's here. Lettuce, tomato, garlic sauce. Yeah, a bit of chili sauce. No onions, thanks, mate. No onions. That is a lot. The Suvlaki King is just absolutely crushing it with, uh, obviously, all of the triple-doubles that he's had this season as well. It's a weird one because you don't sort of see him dominating on, like, SportsCenter, shit like that all the time. But I find him really fun to watch. You know, he's just a fun player. I don't know, maybe because I loved his fucking dad when he was on the Blazers, old uh, Venus. But his last little run of games, he's ripped off, I think that's three straight triple-doubles as well for him, as well as for Joker, which is pretty cool. But he's also had, I believe, in his last, like, ten or so games, he's gone for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight triple-doubles. So, not bloody bad, I'll tell you that much. All right, what about an NBA no, the Patty Mills game day ball, a game day Twitter check-in. I think we'll just have to play the old fashionator as well. Uh, Patty Mills, he has been absolutely loving this. So, oh, we've got a gazy one. Gifting Scotty Pippen. OG Andrew Gaze sneakers. 
That is bloody good. I like that. A couple of the old gazy ponies. I reckon Pip would fucking love it. As long as Scotty Pippen doesn't have to pay for it, I'm pretty sure Scotty Pippen would fucking love it. <laughs> hey, got him, yes. Bang. Uh, anyway, that's good. I just love Gazy. Anything Gazy, I'm here for it. Uh, righto, we have an absolutely massive slate for tomorrow. Massive, 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 massive. Um, how many games is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, eleven games. Tomorrow we have Brooklyn at Orlando. I'll be taking the Orlando Magic Men. Even though the Nets got a bit of a rest uh, today against the Memphis Grizzlies, they're still not very good at basketball. So I'm going to take the Magic, who are quite good, especially covering lines this year, one of the very best in the NBA at the line. Orlando minus eight and a half. Let's go. Uh, especially with Brooklyn, they might be resting Simo on a back-to-back after the leg injury. Dennis Schroeder, he's been looking very good, obviously. Mikael Bridges, Cam Johnson. It's just it's not quite enough for me. Give me Orlando Golden State Warriors minus 10.5 against the Washington Wizards because the Wizards, they stink. Dallas. Well, look, seriously, Washington are horrible. Dallas plus 3.5 in Cleveland. Cleveland, up and down little run of late. They beat the Wizards the other day. I just don't trust them enough, though. They had that nice big win streak, right? Dallas did too. Dallas will be reeling after that loss the other day. I think Dallas can come back and win this one. So plus 3.5 in Cleveland. Give me the Mavs. Philly, Boston. This would have been a fun matchup if uh, Joel Embiid was actually healthy. The Celtics are 12.5-point favorites at home. I'm taking the Celtics. Like Maxi up against, by himself, basically up against Jeru Holiday and Derek White. Bloodbath. Atlanta host Atlanta, Atlanta host Utah. Atlanta are 3.5-point favorites. This could be a bit of a John Collins. That's a tall cocktail revenge game, but Utah will still lose. So give me Atlanta minus 3.5. Even without Trey Young, we've seen them put up pretty nice wins with just DeJunte Murray. So give me Atlanta. San Antonio take on Minnesota. This is another big line, 13 and a half. Can the Spurs push the Wolves? No, give me Minnesota minus 13 and a half. New Orleans go to the New York Knickerbox of New York City. The Knicks, after scooching past, squeezing past, sneaking past, cheating past the Detroit Basketball Pistons, I'm going to take the Pelicans minus two and a half. Zion in the Knickerbockers territory. Let's go, pals. Charlotte, they visit Milwaukee. Milwaukee, it's Algonquin for the good land. It'll be the good land tomorrow because they should continue their winning ways. Charlotte have been on absolute tear of late, covering everything, winning. They beat Portland the other day as well. I think the Bucks though, can put the hurt on Charlotte. Even though Charlotte does have the Yana stopper, Grant Williams. Uh, I'm taking the Bucks minus 14 and a half. Detroit plus 11 and a half in Chicago. This is a classic spot for Detroit. Lose a heartbreaker to the Knicks. Chicago will be like, ha ha, we've got Detroit who are on a back-to-back in Detroit somehow cover. So give me Detroit plus 11 and a half. OKC minus 10 and a half against Houston. They kicked the shit out of them the other day at home. They should do so again. And then Portland take on Miami. Miami off a back-to-back in Sacramento. They'll likely get butts back because uh, he only got suspended one game. So... I don't know. This Portland team, let's go. Portland plus six and a half at home. I think after the horrible loss to Charlotte, they can actually put up a bit of a fight against the Miami team that got a win that no one expected against Sacramento. Then they go into Portland. They're six and a half point favorites. I'm going to take Portland plus six and a half. And there you go. All done. Back her up, boys. We are done for today. Uh, so, of course, you can make sure you're following NBA Australia on Twitter, Face the IG. We're all over the socials all the time. Uh, 
We also have AFL Today. That's right, the AFL Today show. Uh, there's no podcast stream for that just yet, but keep an eye on the socials for little snippets here and there, and then there'll be the actual shows coming out very soon. Uh, you can also get around the Cricket Today show and the Football Today show if you like your cricket and your soccer. We've got every little bit covered for you, don't we? Yeah, so go subscribe to all of those shows and rate and review them on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. That's right. You can watch this right now. Boom. Your mate Jim hanging out. Um, whatever app you use on the Android phone, just rate, review, star it, all that good shit. Go on. I never ask for anything apart from that. Uh, NBAstraday.com slash shop. Buy a hoodie, buy a T-shirt, buy a stubby holder, buy a coffee mug. I'll send them out to you. Mates rates. Go check it out. NBAstraday.com slash shop. We'll just click you on the socials. Big thanks always go to From Oslo for the intro and outro song. Check out all the other bands. House Hats, Joshua De Laurentiis, Fascinated, Goldmines, Ramshackle Army, Iowa Sex, Jedi, Green, 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 and Dozers for all the tunes you hear throughout the show. Smash them on Bandcamp, Triple J and Earth, Facey, Apple Music, Spotify. Remember, NBA Australia, support Australian bands, so should you. And that's it. No skit at the end of today, but we will catch you tomorrow, you dickheads. Uh, might have the squid on tomorrow's show. Taking it to the aquarium tomorrow morning. Anyway. This will be a fun one. We'll have a late one tomorrow, but keep an eye out for it. This is NBA Australia saying, look after yourselves, would you? And what do we say? Later, Hosanna!